My friends, what is up and welcome back to the Awakened Space podcast. I apologize if I sound weird in this episode. Um, I'm a little sick and because of that, you know, congestion, my voice is just going to sound weird a little bit. So <laughs> anyway, um, <clears throat> in this episode, I want to I want to talk about something that I think is important in general. Um, and it has to do with seeing things clearly. Um, ever, ever since I met my sweetheart, uh, she's, she's come to me with a lot of her, like, like, life problems and everything. We talk about stuff. And a lot of, a lot of, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk about what it is that we talk about. Um, but what I will refer to is my multiple sessions with um my 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 multiple sessions with my psychologist and uh the foundation of what my psychologist well I I would argue two foundational elements of what my psychologist pushes for and that is one congruency and two, actually now I I realize um, that I'm going to talk about that in this episode as well. Uh, so I want to explore two themes here. Um, the first one is going to be congruency, and the second one is going to be um, seeing things clearly. So let's explore congruency, right? The, the, less, the less congruent we are, the more fucked up our lives are going to become. You know, like, say, for instance, if what you need to insert in a situation is anger, and you instead insert, you know, I don't know, whatever the opposite of anger is, and passiveness, you're gonna fuck things up, because what is required is for you to experience a very specific emotional response to a situation, and what you're instead doing is teaching yourself um, not to do that, right, um, I'm going to explore in my own experiences, I'm not going to name any names or any of that stuff, but I'm going to explore in my experiences how I learned to become passive and basically non-congruent, um, so something at some point in my life happened that taught me that a certain emotion was not okay, um, and of course, this goes into shadow work, um, with, uh, with Carl Jung and everything, but, um, yeah, so, at, at, a, at, a, at a certain point in my life, early on, definitely, um, I was taught that a certain emotion was not okay. Uh, we can call it anger, for instance, or frustration, uh, whatever, whatever's, you know, um, and what's interesting about this is that when you're taught at such an early age that, you know, specific emotions are not acceptable or that they're not okay to express, you, you, you're, you're soaking everything up like a sponge. Um, you know, like, like here's, here's an interesting way to look at things. You could give a child a weapon, right? And that child will have no understanding for the consequences that comes with using that weapon, you know, um, 
whether it's a knife, whether it's a gun, whatever it is, you, a, 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 a child is easily persuadable, right? So I'm not going to use this idea of weapons as the example, but I'm just showing that children soak up everything like sponges. It's just the way that it is. Um, so in early on, in early on childhood, the, the, the most conditioning is what takes place there. Um, so it's like, you know, if you go into this idea that you're going to teach your kids that for whatever reason, uh, anger is an unacceptable emotion, they're going to soak that up and they're going to learn to abandon that. Um, they're going to learn to neglect that part of themselves and it's going to sincerely fuck them up. Um, so the, the, the challenge here is that a lot of people, um, there, there's, there's this necessity to learn to be congruent because when we're not congruent, we do ourselves a disservice of teach, of further reiterating the narrative that, oh, that emotion is not allowed to be felt or we are not allowed to express ourselves that way. You see what I'm saying? And so like kind of taking the time to really, you know, um, sit with the, 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 the thoughts and feelings and everything and understanding where the, so this, this is not only congruency, this is also seeing things clearly, right? Um, congruency is, uh, okay, someone does something to you that's indecent, uh, you express the necessary emotion for that, and the necessary emotion would be anger, it would be sadness, it would be frustration, it would, you know, um, you know, yeah, it's, it's all that stuff, but the reason why a lot of people don't express these emotions is because, and I mean, here's, here's another challenge to look at, so a lot of, a lot of us learned at some point in our lives that the world didn't like us, right, and now I'm going to use this idea of the world as a metaphor for mainly our parents, right, because they were, they were the, you know, the, the main authority figures of our lives, and so we learn through them that this, that, and the other is either acceptable or not acceptable. And so, therefore, we learn our habits of congruency and non-congruency, right? No, you can't be angry. Oh, okay, so I'll just be passive and I'll just push my anger away because, you know, the, the acceptance, the, the validation, all that stuff that... For, for starters... Um, when when you when you learn that the world doesn't like you 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 learn this belief that again the world being your parents um even family uh when you when you learn this perspective that or sorry when when you learn this belief that the world doesn't like you um you uh oh no sorry i meant to say it this way when you experience you know someone shutting down your emotional reaction to a situation. Let's take the example of parents in this scenario. Um, something happens that basically leads you to believe that you are inherently defective, which is then when you believe that the world doesn't like you. 
Um, and so because our interactions with our parents are our first interactions with life and with the world, what ends up happening is that we take that and we apply it to everything else and everyone else. So, you know, the way that we approach people, okay, you're going to end up being really nice to everyone. You know, you're, you're not, you're not going to express healthy anger when someone, you know, uh, crosses the line and, uh, violates your boundaries. Why? Because what's most important to you out of everything is that you are liked, is that you are validated, and you're looking for that externally. And so therefore, congruency is going to take a back seat because you learned already that this emotion or that emotion is unacceptable to express. Um, it's a very dangerous way to live because it's not accurate. There's no such thing as a bad emotion. Emotions are just information. Now here we go seeing things clearly right this is <laughs> multi-dimensional seeing seeing things clearly has everything to do with uh you know the way that people are with each other as well as the way th like say, say for instance here we go the very reason that someone shut down your anger when they did when you were younger was because your your anger may have triggered them it's not your shit it's their shit their your your anger may have triggered them and it caused them to do something or to shame you right um shame shame is something i i actually i read a book called healing the shame that binds you and uh it's very interesting what this book talks about, what this book says. Um, and after reading it, I realized that we are, in fact, a, uh, a shame-based culture and society. We're, we're a shame-based world. And it's, it's interesting how this, this is why I love reading, because it's like a download of information. It's kind of like going from, like, I don't know, Windows 5 to Windows 10 or 11, whatever the newest one is, 12, I don't know. Um, you, you, you begin to operate differently, right? Here is why congruency, <coughs> excuse me, here's why congruency and seeing things clearly is so important and why it's like an upgrade, like upgrading from like Windows, I don't know, Windows 90 or Windows, uh, Windows 89 to like Windows 2022 is because there's a good chance that prior to your, you know, exposure to all these new insights and ideas regarding your potential and how you could see yourself in the world, it's very likely that your perception was very limiting. And it really wasn't doing a whole lot for you. It was, not, it was definitely not benefiting you. Um, and it's important to live this way because... When you do, when you are congruent, when you see things clearly, here, let me, let me just say this real quick, because I think this is a really interesting and funny kind of perspective and insight. So, a lot of people, <laughs> I just want to mention this for all the fucking codependents out there, all the people pleasers, um, for all the people out there that feel like they need to do what everyone else wants them to, so that 
they'll be liked so that they'll be accepted and validated. Listen, this is serious. People are not going to like you more because you do what they want you to. It's that simple. And a lot of people might say, oh, well, it seems like they are. No, they're just showing up more in your life so you can continue doing things for them. That's all. They do not respect you. They do not care about you. They do not like you. They're just simply there because you're doing things for them. Um, in fact, if your your intention, nobody's, no, it, it is absolutely beneficial to get the idea out of your, it's funny because I was trying to figure out how to say this in a non-shame-based way. Um, if, it, it, it's, it's absolutely, it is absolutely beneficial to step out of this idea that you need to get people to like you. Because you don't, and not everyone's going to, and if everyone was to, that would be fucking weird. It's not your responsibility to get everyone to like you. It's your responsibility to get to get you to like you, and that's it. Um, but, you know, in terms of, um, like, the, the people-pleasing, the codependency, all that stuff, it's just... The, the, the approach that you want to have to this is very simple. Don't even focus on trying to get people to like you, first and foremost. Do not. Secondly, um, what you want to focus on is respecting yourself first, setting clear and strong boundaries, and from there, you know, actually following through with those boundaries and creating you know, interactions with people based on that stuff. That's all. That's all. Do yourselves a favor and do not try to get people to like you. That's all. Because that just leads to unhealthy behavior. And also that's a trauma response. People-pleasing and codependency are trauma responses. Trauma responses to... Oh, I presented myself this way, and my parents didn't like it. And so therefore, I learned this belief that there was something inherently defective about me. So therefore, I'm going to learn to be really nice to everyone. I'm going to learn to, you know, not ask too much of anyone. Not have, you know, I'm, I'm going to give myself completely to everyone. In fact, I'm going to overgive myself to everyone. Now. Now. <laughs> be congruent. If you need to be angry, be angry. Now, this is, this is very challenging for people who learn the belief growing up that, um, that they're not, like, I remember watching a video where a woman was being told to get angry. And she was like, she was like, nope, I can't, I'm not allowed to. It's like, oh, okay. So not only do you, um, <coughs> excuse me, not only do you feel this inability to get angry, but you feel like you're not allowed to. So it's like you're locked inside of a prison. It's crazy. It's really crazy. The beliefs that we grow up with 
This is why belief systems are so powerful. Um, they're either going to make or break your experiences of life. Now, let me dive a little bit more into seeing things clearly before I uh, stop this here. Um, so th- see, seeing things clearly is all about like recognizing, you know, I think one of the, bas- the biggest examples here is not just not just projections. If you can see projections clearly from people, which, by the way, are probably happening all the time. 99.99% of the time, I would argue. Um, if you can learn to see not only projections clearly, but also like just, just people in general, the way that they talk, what they say, uh, how they say it, this, that, and the other. Energy. If you can, if you can learn to read energy, if, energy is information. Everything coming from a person is information. Learn to read all of that stuff, and you will be able to see clearly. And then sometimes you might even realize, oh, wow, okay, so, like, yeah, like, what you're saying is not matching who you are or what you're doing. And it's just, it's just wild. It's just, it's really wild. So, yeah, you really need to see things clearly. You absolutely need to see things clearly. It's the difference between living a life that will give you an actual sense of direction regarding yourself and regarding people and a life that is just blurred and fucking scattered and all over the place can't have that anyway uh yeah thank you my friends so much for stopping in uh yeah hope you're doing well much love light and peace over and out namaste